Riker, it's Shocktober 21st. Holy crap. That means we're three weeks in, buddy. Pretty much. Yeah. It's been a labor of, this has been a labor of love. Yeah, this is. Uh, I don't know if we want to stress the labor or the love. <laughs> uh, the love, man. We've watched some interesting shit. Uh, the movie we're going to talk about today is one that I, I've been meaning to watch for, I, I can't believe you didn't watch this. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch this forever. Um, you know, it's always on like in like the four ninety nine bargain bin at like you know Best Buy or Target or something, um, and I've always meant to pick it up, but I just never did, and I don't know why. Um, so we're talking about the original uh, Creep Show, the nineteen eighty two horror anthology film, uh, directed yeah. directed by George Romero and written uh, by Stephen King, and. Uh, much to my surprise, also co-starring Stephen King. Um, there are two Kings in this movie. Hmm? Um, the rapper, the beginning rapper, uh, stars Stephen King's son. That is Stephen King's son. Oh, in, no wonder. Okay. In the rapper, yeah. Holy cow! Now this is I gonna know, right? this is gonna sound really uh really shitty of me, but uh, no. that opening and closing family. Yes. I was watching the show with my friend Scotty. And, uh, and, uh, he and I were commenting, we were just like, were people just fucking uglier in the eighties? Cause holy crap, that's the ugliest family I've ever seen. Right. That's pretty funny. The, the mom, holy cow. I thought I was like, that is, she's, she's bald and that's a wig and like some, like some painted on, you know, eyebrows or something, man. They were hideous. Anyway, that's, yeah. neither, that's neither here nor there. But uh, so this movie, um, it is so it's a horror anthology. So it's what five different films, right? Uh, little shorts, yep. um, and so five little, five little shorts, and then a, a rapper. Yeah. So it reminded me of uh, Tales from the Crypt. You know, it, it reminded me of five Tales from the Crypt episodes. Yeah. So you know that's that's really good that you bring that up because. Um, you know, the movie, the movie really, if, if I take a step back, it's actually an homage to the EC horror comics of the yep. 1950s. So like, of tale- which the most impressive one was Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Tales yeah. from the Crypt was an EC horror comic from the 1950s. Um, later became a movie in the 1970s. I don't know if you've seen the original, uh, 1970s Tales from the Crypt, but it's pretty badass. It's I, really good. I have not seen it. Um, but I loved, and, uh, I loved the HBO show. What? I was, I was just saying, I loved the, the HBO show. Oh, the HBO show was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the Crypt Keeper, the Crypt Keeper in the HBO show was actually pretty freaky looking that the comic, he was just an old guy looking for some meth. Yeah. 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 I remember. Uh, All right. So continue. Oh, I was, I was just going to wrap that up by saying, I remember when Tales from the Crypt was on HBO and it was super popular. Uh, they started reissuing those old EC comics, like uh, oh. uh, the, the Vault of Horror and Tales from the Crypt and all that stuff. And uh, I used to, I picked them all up. I used to get them every every month and fucking loved them. Anyway, yep. so so with that in mind, uh, this movie had me from the beginning. Like I saw, you know, they have the artwork that looks like comic panels and stuff like that. Yep. Um. So I really dug that 
Um, also worth noting is uh, is uh, Tom Savini um, did like the the gore effects and the special effects in this movie. Yep. And they're not bad. They're actually pretty good. Yeah, and Tom Savini is like, you know, fucking well known for, you know, he's like a legend uh, when it comes to that shit. So, um, so I saw, I you know, I, when when the opening credits roll up, I saw you know fucking George Romero, I saw Stephen King, and I saw Tom Savini, and I was like, fuck yes, I'm in. Um, so it it's got like I said five stories. Um, the first one is called Father's Day. Where's my cake, Riker? Where's my cake? Um, You're on a diet. You don't need any cake. Although, <laughs> uh, the cake at the end of this episode is pretty badass. Do you want to kind of brief talk about the episode? or? Yeah, sure. So little... let's, we can give a quick rundown of each. So uh, uh, Father's Day is kind of about this rich, uh, lovey, you know, kind of family. Um, you know, like a Thurston Howell kind of family. rich assholes. Yep, and uh, they're they're telling a story on Father's Day. Um, uh, their what their aunt or whatever comes back home to the mansion uh, to visit the gravesite of Grandpa or fucking whatever um, out in the back because she apparently killed him. Um, and uh, and on this particular Father's Day, well, something something very special happens. Oh yes. Very uh, yeah. And, uh, and then let's see, uh, the next one is the one that stars Stephen King and this right. is, uh, the lonesome death of Jordy Verrill and, yep. uh, Stephen King, uh, he's, he's the lone character in this movie or in this, in this film, right? In the short. Pretty much. Yeah. It's uh, also based on his short story called weeds. Oh, okay. So yeah. he basically plays a bumbling hillbilly. Um, who finds a meteor uh, that landed in his backyard, and he thinks he's going to take it to the university yeah. and sell it for a bunch of money. But he, uh, you know, he, he accidentally cracks open the meteor, and uh, bad shit that happens. Bell break, breaks loose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bad shit and bad special effects happen. Um, let's see. Uh, something to tide you over. Uh, this is the uh, Ted Danson, uh, 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 Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen. Yes. Yeah. So this one, this one's more of like it's not. You know, none of these are really. Well, I guess there are a couple that can call you can consider horror, but uh, these are some of these are more like suspense stories, and that's you know what what something to tide you over is. Um, Ted Danson. Well, I don't know about that. The end of this story is. Oh yeah, I forgot about the end. The, okay. Yeah, yeah. They get the well. Yeah. Mm. Tell the story real quick. Yeah, so Ted Danson is uh, uh, having an affair with Leslie Nielsen's wife. Leslie Nielsen hatches this scheme uh, to uh, kind of not necessarily torture them, but uh, uh, kill them in a very creative way, right? Um, yep. And then uh, and the ending of this one is, is truly mwah, spectacular. <laughs> Um, fantastic. The, uh, the crate, this one, I, I, uh. I loved, um, this one, uh, uh, like a janitor is basically, uh, uh, he finds a crate underneath a, um, underneath a stairwell. There's, yeah. Yeah. He finds, he finds a crate underneath a stairwell at a college and, uh, it's uh, marked Arctic expedition. Uh, 1834, right? Yeah. And uh, in that crate is a 
fuck man, I don't even know what to, how to describe it, but a, a monster. Uh, let's just his say that. Fluffy, by the way. <laughs> his nickname is Fluffy. Uh, yeah, they, they named the creature Fluffy, but okay. Yeah. And then uh, the, the last one um, is uh, called They're Creeping Up on You. And it stars this uh, businessman who lives in this uh, sealed uh, apartment um, uh, with uh, with surveillance cameras and and whatnot, and and uh, he he only uh, talks to the outside world through a telephone. Uh, but then, like, he sees a cockroach, freaks out, and locks himself in his panic room. And then, well, uh, if you don't like cockroaches don't watch this one no yeah if you are triggered by cockroaches yeah don't watch this uh, this part of the episode yeah and then so the uh the prologue and epilogue uh that you mentioned uh it's a, it's it's a it's a kid who gets his uh his creep show comic books taken away by dad um and uh and um dad's a total asshole and uh and and um at the end uh a young billy gets his revenge in the best way possible yeah yep so yeah so um this movie isn't it's it's i don't know man it, okay so i'm going to tell you first that i i really enjoyed it i Good. thought i thought it was a great time um and but I feel like I need to also put a disclaimer on there that this is also like just corny cheeseball stuff, right? This is uh this is what made in nineteen eighty two. Yes. Uh and uh it is it is fucking goofball, uh goofball as hell. And uh the special effects are, are just fucking bad. Um the 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 production value is B movie at best, um, but I think a lot of that is intentional, right? Would you agree? I would totally agree. And then you know the thing too, the way it's shot is it makes it look like you're reading a comic book. So you got panels, the tilting of the camera, like in the Batman, like yeah, six. Yeah, it's it it's not meant to be a polished form of art. It is meant to kind of take you into the world of the comics, and I think they do a really good job with that. I think they do a fantastic job with that. And yeah. if you remember the EC comics, well, I will I will say that some of those stories disturbed me greatly. Yeah. Um, but I was a kid reading them. But for the most part, most of those stories were pretty stupid. Yeah. Although, yeah. like I said, some of them really disturbed me. If, uh, if we have the opportunity to watch any of the sequels, I'll talk about one that still sticks with me as being really fucking creepy as all get out. So speaking of sequels, they made a creep show too. Um, they made a creep show three as well. Oh, did they? Yeah. I had no idea. Okay. Yeah. And uh, are either of them worth watching? Um, I, okay. So the original one is by far my favorite. There's some good shit in creep show two. Um, creep show three is pretty shitty. Okay. Um, and of course, Shutter's got this year the uh, the Creep Show television series, which I'm thoroughly enjoying. Um, yeah. yeah, they've kind of taken the same uh, tenets that made this movie so great, but it's all, it's done so much better. Right on. Uh, 
Yeah, okay. maybe we talked about that, maybe not. But I yeah. heard you just recently picked up Shutter. You should be fucking watching. Yeah, yeah. As of right now, as of this recording, I don't know if it's still going on, but Shutter's got a thirty-day free trial if you enter in the uh, promo code Serial Killers. Dude, so. it's totally worth. Not only is it totally worth the thirty-day free trial, but at five bucks a month, there's no better source of really good horror than Shutter, and they've got they got some great series on there too. They've got um, uh, Billy Bob's Drive-In Theater, and you—if you're gonna watch slock horror movies, you gotta watch Billy. Watch them on Billy Bob's uh, Drive-In Theater because they've got a guy who's a horror expert that breaks down movies like Maniac, yeah. uh, which is just a terrible movie. But if you watch it under those circumstances, where every 20 minutes they go back to him and he tells you what's going on and why it's so stupid, yeah. it's fucking amazing. It's amazing, John. Nice. All right. Amazing. Well, let's then, let's rate creep show. They have a, they have a, oh. oh, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. I'm sorry. So go ahead. Go ahead. Finish like up. They, Billy Bob runs a, every Thanksgiving. He runs a, a all day Turkey Day special of schlock horror movies, John. Nice. Yeah, just watch it live. It's awesome. Nice. Well, I I tend to watch the uh, the uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand on on uh, Thanksgiving. They've been doing it on uh, Twitch. Oh. Uh, Shout, oh, Shout TV has been rerunning it on Twitch. So uh, anyway, uh, so let's let's go ahead and uh, and uh, and uh, and do uh, do rate creep show. So uh, I'm gonna let you do the rating oh, I'm today. Gonna, I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give this movie 4.5 out of five comic books. Wow, wow. Okay, okay. Hmm. I I love this film. You know, and, and here's why I love it. You've got Stephen King. Uh, and George A. Romero, uh, and they're just whether you like all their works, are they all great? No, no. But this is the first. This is the one and only time I think that they they, they teamed up after Double Check on Creepshow too. I don't think they did. So you got to watch it for that. It's 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 uh it's campy. It reminds me of my childhood. But John, you know, usually in an anthology movie, yeah, um, with maybe a few exceptions. Trick or Treat being one of them, where one of the movies within the anthology is a dud, and I, I can't think of, aside from Father's Day, which even, even that one isn't, isn't all that bad. I mean, none of these, none of these shorts are are shit. Yeah, they're all real good. You know what I'm saying? I, I just really, I, I mean, it's just fond memories of sneaking into the movie theater to, to watch this movie, which is exactly what I did in 1982. Um, and it scared the hell out of me because I was a little kid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's really well done. So that's 4.5 out of five comic books for me. I, uh, so, Oh, and incidentally, creep show two was also based on Stephen King short stories. Uh, and the screenplay, uh, was from George Romero. Um, oh, great. But it only contained three shorts instead of five. Yeah, the middle one's my favorite. So this movie's two hours long, and that one's I think ninety. 99. So uh, I'm going to give this one. I'm going to give it four comic books out of five. Oh, that's pretty high. That is pretty high. I, I was, I, you know, my least favorite one was uh, the uh, the last one, uh, the the cockroach one. Right. Um. But I still enjoyed them all, you know. The crate, the crate might have been my favorite one. 
We have to talk. We have to spoil these, John. Play the spoiler music and let's let's spoil the fuck out of it. All right, here we go. Okay, so uh, should we just go down the line here? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, let's just let's just get to the end of Father's Day because the prologue up to it, like who gives a shit? Like the leading up to it. Uh, when, I forgot when... to mention that Ed Harris is in this film, very young Ed Harris. <laughs> oh, that is Ed Harris. Holy crap. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize that. And oh, he gets killed by a tombstone. When he, when he <laughs> and his girlfriend start dancing... That is the best, most 80s scene maybe we've watched all year, buddy. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Go ahead. They're, they're in, like, the, the dining room or, or something of their mansion, and they're playing this, like, you know, shitty 80s music. And uh, he and his uh, girlfriend or wife or whatever are, are just are, are boogieing like white boys can boogie. Holy cow. Um, but anyway... Yeah, he gets killed by a very slow-moving gravestone. Um, yep. But anyway, uh, when Grandpa finally comes back to life, that is the best. Uh, I, I, I had, I had to slow clap. I was just like incredible. Um, you, you know, know did he come back to life because she dropped a whole bottle of Jim Beam on his gravestone? Uh, something like that. She dropped a bottle of Jim Beam. You check that out. Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah. That's she alcohol spills, abuse, man. You can't do that. She spills her whiskey bottle uh, in front of the oh. headstone, and that reanimated uh, uh, right. Grandpa Nathan. Um, yeah, man. Uh, that His corpse with the worms coming out of it and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was the best. Irma Gerd. Uh, the Lonesome Death of Jordy Burrill. Holy cow, Stephen King. Now, those are some acting scenes or some acting yeah, skills. Yeah, he's not I say. a great actor, but in this short, it works. Yep, it sure does. And I, I you know, the thing about this short that I I love is that it's it's creepy. It's more science fiction than horror. You know, he basically, and he's just an idiot, yeah, right? Yeah. He, and that's what, made, you know, he plays it funny. He's just funny. But, you know, at the end, um, you know, and if you think you've ever been down deep in the South, you know, kudzu and, you know, the green crawly shit is everywhere. Yeah. So, you know, they're kind of saying that it came from outer space. But don't, didn't you kind of feel sorry for the guy at the end? Yeah. I mean, he blew his head off, you know. He blew, yeah. 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 I felt sorry for him. It was very funny, but then I, I felt I felt sorry for him, you know. Yeah. You know, he takes a bath, and this is going to make it all better. And best line in the whole film, meteor shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right, meteor, meteor shit. Shit <laughs> on my hands. Yeah. Um, so, right. so then uh, something to tide you over, this is the one with Ted Danson and Leslie Nielsen. Um, and... Uh, and Leslie Nielsen uh, discovers that his wife's having an affair with Ted Danson and his and his chest hair, and yes. uh, and uh, so he uh, somehow gets them out to the beach separately in separate places and buries them both up to their necks uh, and sets up like a closed circuit TV so he can go back to his house and watch them uh, drown as the tide comes right. in. 
Um, so, but you know, and it's all very slow. This one, this one at first I was like, okay, this is dragging a little bit, but then there's the, just the payoff at the end where Ted Danson and the wife, uh, uh, come back, come, to, back. come back to life. And, uh, just in an awesome, awesome bit of costume design, uh, they've just got these like long robes on with like fucking or like raggedy robes with like a bit of seaweed draped over them. And then, uh, they're talking like they have gills, you know, That's right. it's a, uh, it's pretty great. It's pretty fucking great. Uh, and, and, and they and, bury Leslie Nielsen. He goes, I can hold my breath a long time. Yeah. And this is just pre cheers, Ted Danson. Like, yeah, you know, this is just before cheers, uh, took off. Um, the crate, this one was just great, man. That, that monster was fucking just, just spectacular. So let's, you know, the, the, so the one guy wants to kill his wife. He's having all these visions of how to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, and his wife the, sucked. Oh, well that's Adrian Barbeau. I don't know who that um, is. She's, you know, I, you know, everybody gives Jamie Lee Curtis props for being the screen queen of the eighties. Adrian Barbeau, she was in Trilogy of Terror, and probably one of the scariest things I've ever fucking seen. Did you ever watch? Well, we maybe we'll watch that one day. But her performance in it in um, in uh, Trilogy of Terror is great. I believe that she was. Well, I have to look it up. But she did a lot of horror movies. John, she's even in the episode one of the new Creep Show. Oh, okay. Made me so fucking happy. I'm like, oh my god, it's Adrian Barbeau. Nice. And. Uh, I would love to say she still got it, but I would be lying. <laughs> but the, yet at any rate, yeah, yeah, it, she gets hers. Right on. All right. So, um, so yeah. So the crate. They find this monster, and Adrian Barbeau's uh, husband hatches this uh, scheme to kind of uh, trick her into going by this monster. So the monster eats her, and yeah, it's it's just great. It's just great. Like the two plots are kind of go separately for a while you know there's the there's the monster plot and then there's like the subplot of the guy and his fucking naggy wife right and and i found myself wondering i'm like what does one have to do with the other and then all of a sudden oh yeah he's gonna take his wife to the monster and Mm -hmm. um uh they're creeping up on you this one you know i kind of faded in and faded out of this one so um yeah i'm gonna have to let you take over on the explanation of this one because it's a bit hazy for me well, there's a guy in uh, Thomas, I think his name is, and um, yeah, he's in a he's in a hermetically sealed apartment. He's a germaphobe, and you know what carries more germs than a fucking cockroach? Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'll be honest, man. Anytime I see, even you know, I you've got uh, well down here in in Florida, we we get a little more cockroaches there. You know, I mean, anywhere you got humidity, you got cockroaches. So you've got to yeah. have Terminex. Um, and, you know, you see a dead one in the house, and you're thinking, "Oh my God, there's got to be, I got to be an infestation of cockroaches somewhere." Yeah. At any rate, he uh, he's keeping his house just, you know, spectacularly clean. Finds one cockroach, you know, sucks it down the whatever, and next thing you know, he's just surrounded by cockroaches, and they're everywhere, and they start crawling all over them and next thing you know, they're gone, but they're not gone. They're inside him. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
Oh, <laughs> heebie jeebies, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, this, no, this, this, great. This, uh, the movie, this whole movie was, was a load of fun. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, oh, then the, the rapper, the end rapper. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so Billy, uh, has a, uh, what he, he got a, he got a voodoo doll, right? Yeah. But the best part is how they reveal the voodoo doll. Like these garbage guys come and pick up the creep show magazine. They're like, Oh, it's great. And they're looking through it. And they got all those things, the x-ray goggles, you know, the build your own tank stuff. And yeah. Going, oh, look at the voodoo doll. But somebody already turned in the form. Yeah. So it was Billy. Billy had turned in a form. He got a voodoo doll of his dad and he starts stabbing knives into it it's the best it's pretty great so man. great so his attempt to get rid of it was his own demise yeah awesome shit all right man so that is creep show and gotta watch fucking creep show you should you know honestly if you're a horror fan you should yeah i own the blu-ray i i well i just wound up buying it on itunes so there you go. Um, so anyway, which is just as good. Yep. So we uh we will see you tomorrow for another spooky movie. Alrighty. righty.